0: Yes, it is officially Wednesday. These weeks are going faster and faster and faster because I swear I still remember Sunday and all the craziness with the football games, the basketball games that were underway. Not to mention all this political climate that has scratched the surface so deep and now we are in the first series or the first round or the first starting of the impeachment trials, this is the first hearing today that is taking place right now at the capitol so if you weren't paying attention if you were unaware let me go ahead and school you well not school you but help educate you in what's going on but first things first what i'm going to do is start off with the scripture so tune in Psalms 23, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift my soul. O Lord, I trust in thee, let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. May God bless the reading and the hearers of his word. That is as plainly put. You know, sometimes we ask God for things, sometimes we seek for things, but in all, let us not be ashamed because I was taught and grew up knowing that if you're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you. So for the most part, if you love God, it's okay to express that freely. It's okay to come out of yourself and say, God, I thank you for another day. Thank you for a new day that I've never seen. I've never heard before this day is a moment and a breath that wasn't guaranteed yesterday that you have let flow through me today. Okay, now that we have that out of the way right now, let me go ahead and get into this NBA business. Okay, so watching the basketball games, especially on yesterday, the Knicks, 102 to Chicago, 120. Ah, New York, what are you doing? Knicks, what are you doing? But Chicago, 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 Chicago. Oh, that's right. When you have somebody like Kobe White. Kobe. C-O-B-Y. Kobe White. Who scored literally back-to-back seven three pointers oh my god oh my goodness seven three pointers seven three pointers this young cat is literally he's running the show for the most part he's definitely in and out but he's right in the pocket when he needs to be in the pocket he's on the floor and essential to the bulls now i remember there was a young man before him but he was carrying the weight of the legacy of the bulls on his back everybody kept comparing him to michael jordan everybody kept saying you're the next michael jordan so much so it was a wear and tear to this young man this man made it to the u.s team he made it several times high accomplishments just to go back and forth on injuries back and forth on personal issues off the court then he had personal business on the court Queen noah you know that was his road dog for the longest time but when you beef in the locker room that's gonna spill out on the courts so, I mean, that's something you definitely have to be watchful of. And that's something you definitely have to be careful and mindful of. So, I hope the Bulls get a good run this year. I hope they can even go even further. But for right now, I'm going to go ahead and go on to the Trailblazers. Who played the 76ers? Yes, the 76ers. But this game was 99-107. to 107. Now, these Trailblazers... They weren't giving up. They weren't going to back down. They weren't going to wait until the last bell, the last quarter. They weren't going to give up that fight that night, yesterday, by the way, until the game was over. And they did. From quarter to quarter, minute to minute, seconds to seconds, they played their high, their hearts out. So, 99 to 107 definitely shows that. That definitely proves that. So, big up to you guys, but wait. They played the Kings. My bad. (laughs) The Trailblazers went up against the Kings yesterday. So, 99 to 107 because OKC played the Pacers. That's what that was. They played the Pacers, 85 to 111. Now, OKC, okay, Oklahoma, you're going back and forth. You're going back and forth. You keep going back and forth. Some days you're balling them out. And then other days, you're getting swept. It does happen. I mean, I'm sorry. Westbrook can't be everywhere. And even when he's on the court, he can't do it all by himself. So, I mean, come on, guys. You got to keep it up. You got to keep up the pace. You got to stay right there. You got to stick with him. But, in all in all, in doing such, it's literally, when you're in the fourth quarter, what's left on the scoreboard is staying on the scoreboard. Not saying they didn't have heart to the end, but 111? What happened to the 90s? They didn't even make it to the 90s. But, oh, but then that takes me to the Cavaliers going up against the 76ers. 97 to 98, the 76ers showed up and showed out. They were at their game. They were playing their way. And they weren't going to lose that game. Not yesterday. Not a chance. So, and I'm not just saying it because I'm anti-Cavaliers, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of (laughs) biased. But I will say this, though. It was good to see the 76ers on the court showing out, balling out, and walling out. I definitely wanted to see that. The Cavaliers did their thing. I'm not going to shade them. I'm not going to tuck them under the rug. I'm definitely going to give credit where honor is due. But the 76ers had more heart, I guess. Now you got the Nets. The Nets versus the Jazz. Now, here's the problem with this. Because I had lost all mind and mention when it came to the jazz. I just completely just sidelined all together when it came to the jazz. My mind was like, okay, so so it's music? No, no, no. But jazz last night played a beautiful song of 119. The Nets hit 114, but a friend of mine was telling me, he was like, the Nets, what are the Nets? New York has one true team and Jersey is the Nets. So I do not I, I don't recognize them. And I was like, why would you say that? That's kind of mean. He was like, No, nah, it's not mean. It's packed, And I said, Okay. Well, I may not be from New York. I may not be from Jersey. But I do know every dog has his day. So the Nets didn't have theirs last night, but the Jazz did. So big ups to them and hopefully they can continue to hopefully bring it back and I don't know make more buckets I guess (sighs) now we have to get into the other business the official official business now we all know that the 49ers are number one they're number one in the top ranking but And that's even including the fact that they did just lose to the Seahawks. The Seahawks, which also moved up in the rankings, they moved up from their original position. And it's looking pretty good. I mean, it's definitely looking like a position that hopefully they can thrive in for a while. I mean, you keep winning these games, and maybe they should and they might. Hopefully it works. But you have the AFC And then you have, of course, you can't forget, you can't ignore it, but you do have other teams that are gunning for that same spot. The NFC West, you got to deal with them. You have to deal with both sides. You have to deal with the East. You have to deal with the West. You sure as hell have to deal with the South. And then, of course, you have up North. So it's one of those things because they're all gunning for the same thing, the Super Bowl everybody's gunning for the super bowl and my Cowboys. the cowboys have even moved up in rank so you have to give them credit i mean i know everybody applauds when they lose but i'm not one of those people i definitely want dallas to win i support dallas wholeheartedly i want to see them do well but they'll never beat my packers though My heart is fixed on the Packers, and I would love for them to go even further, especially after the games they had this Sunday. They really showed up. They really showed out. And to me, in my mind, in my heart, what's better? Rodgers is getting in his groove. He's going back and forth. The only thing that kills me is that the personal business, that personal ish, he has to keep outside of the field outside of the arena, outside of that line, when they said, hut, 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 hike, he has, all of that has to disappear. All of that has to go away. His mind has to be not only on his receiver, it has to be on that touchdown. It has to be making it to that goal line. So if we can get Rodgers straight, They would be unstoppable. They would be on fire. Oh, my God. God gracious and bless them. They would be on fire. But not escaping any of that because I can't forget about Kentucky. Kentucky and Evansville. This is college football now that I'm talking about. 67 to 64. Now, Kentucky put up a good fight. They really did. They really did. They gave it their all. But Evansville, 67. Sometimes that's what it comes down to. It comes to that last moment, that last pass, or even that last field goal. That co- It comes down to the nitty-gritty from literally line to line, yard to yard inch to inch, because when the time runs out, it runs out, but these young guys, they're in college, so this is definitely, um, the beginning milestone for them, well, not really the beginning, because they've been, they've been playing these games for years, they've worked up to this point, college, universities, because their hindsight is more so, they have college, they have classes, but they're looking at football and they're hoping for that American dream. They're hoping for that draft pick. They're hoping to be picked up and to go pro. Now I hope that we're training or teaching these young these young men that there is a fine line right now with the whole college and the universities and all of that. Stick all of that high tone. I don't want to say stigma. All the high tones that come with it. Because there's a whole big world outside of college, university, that they're not ready for. They're not aware of yet. All the things that lurk behind the scenes. All the things that are pretty much kind of whispered, that are kind of like nudged about, but they're not boasted about. There is danger when you sign the first contract. There is danger when that money comes about. Don't waste it on buying a brand new Lexus or a Mercedes or a Benz or don't go out and buy an Expedition. Don't go out and buy these huge, luxurious cars. How about you buy a runabout house? You know, modest means, just modest means. Because you can always build on it later. You can always capitalize later in the long run. But if your only focus is right now spending that money, because you have that money, and everybody's going to have their hand out. Everybody's going to want to borrow. Everybody's going to be like, well, do you have, can I borrow? Can you loan me? Can you pay this off? Can you buy this? Can you buy that? Can you do this? Can you do that? That is where the hard part comes in. That is when your nose need to get louder. Or that's when you need to be more lenient. Like you can be lenient in the fact that. Say bills are getting ready to be need to be paid. Their lights are getting ready to be cut off. You can be lenient and pay the phone bill. You can be lenient and pay the, the light bill. You can be lenient and pay the car note. But you also have to be tight fisted. Because every yes you give, they're going to want more yeses. Every maybe you give, they're going to push for a yes. But you can give a no, and it'll be okay. It'll be all right. Because I was finding out from a friend of mine that this was this goes within college. Um, This young man was getting ready to play Sunday in a college game. But because he got a personal loan from a family member, he was suspended that game. So he didn't get to play in that game, which is what his scholarship is on. It's based on his performance and him playing up to the potential of his scholarship. So what happens when you're suspended for a game? So now you missed the game. Now you have to make up that game and you have to be on point every other game thereafter. Every other game. It gets to the point where, and a friend of mine was telling me, he was like, they don't really want you to have money. Not like that. They don't want you to have to depend on relatives. They don't want you to have to reach back and ask for anything because your scholarship should take care of all of that. The money they give you for your scholarship is supposed to hold you from semester to semester. Now, you can have a job while you're in college. So, if you have a job on top of going to college, on top of, you know, football, basketball, tennis, whichever, however your scholarship was based on, then you wouldn't have to get a loan. Because if you're working that hard, if you're doing everything you're supposed to do, but see, the contingency on that is, Things come up. Things happen. Things you're not expecting. Bills come up. So, it's almost like a big screw you that they're doing to the students. And that's not fair. They work their butt off to go to these universities. They work their tails off to get in these colleges. Just to be told, you know what, that's great and all, but we're going to have to suspend you because you you got money. You took money outside of or above what you get. Really? Really? But then again, with everything else that goes on, that is now becoming to light, that a lot of these cats don't even have scholarships. A lot of these cats make it to these colleges and universities, but nobody was checking the fine print. They were going there. But it wasn't on their merits, not their academic merits anyway. Not saying that's the case for that young man. Just saying in general. So I guess you gotta dot your eyes, cross all your t's, and parents, you gotta be more aware. You gotta be more open, because I heard of a, a, not just one story. I heard of a man that I was that I know personally. He was telling me about a story that happened with, that happened at home, that happened within his own family, and when he got hurt, not him. But when his friend got hurt, he was in another state. How were they supposed to cover his injury? The school wasn't going to take liability for it. The school wasn't going to cover that. Not to mention the fact he didn't have insurance. So now the parents have to figure out, well, how, how do we get him home? How do we get him back? How does he do this surgery? What exactly happened? How bad was this injury? But these things weren't being told. Not to mention the fact that they had—they thought he was on scholarship. So they had no idea that he was really just on borrowed time. And it all came out when he got hurt. When he got injured. And they had to ship him off back home. So, of course, now he has to recuperate. He has to rebuild. He has to start over, and thank God he has, and he's doing amazingly now. So, but these are the things you have to, you have to check. You have to, you know, do a little Q and A, ask some questions, get some answers, some real answers. <sighs> okay, now outside of that, oh whoa whoa whoa, oy oy oy. So, now the Trump administration right now, they're facing literally this impeachment trial now they're saying that ukraine is to blame not russia ukraine is the one that sabotaged the election but for months and i mean months it was russia this russia that why did russia keep coming up why were they calling russia why was russia even a forefront to this if this was the ukraine Trump put his foot in his mouth when he decided he wanted to lash out on Ukraine and to me what I don't understand is why can't he just keep his mouth shut and do his job you are pretty much commander in chief of the free world why did you inherit this I don't know why they handed it to you I don't know I hope they regret it now. I hope they feel it now. I mean, from what the news is saying that 50-50, half feel it, half don't. Half are seeing the the bad side of this. And then the other half is saying, you know what, I think he's doing a great job, fantastic job. Unemployment is now, First off, President Obama. President Obama brought about the change and the the pay raise. That wasn't him. He had already had so many things set in place, but you wouldn't know it. They wouldn't know it because a lot of things he took out, trying to wipe out his legacy, trying to wipe out everything he did, put us in a bigger deficit than the one we just got out of. Do you know how many years it took President Obama to clear out? To clear us out of debt? And it still wasn't enough. But it was enough to get us breathing room. Breathing room. Now the deficit is getting up bigger and bigger and bigger. Higher and higher and higher. And not to mention the fact Trump has manipulated the taxes so It's pretty much, he has the Reagan thinking that if you let it trickle down from the top, it'll trickle down to the bottom. Uh, That's Farsi and that's bull. The top giving to the top only gives to the top. Middle class can only give so much to lower class and middle lower class can only give so much to the deeper lower class. So it's pretty much like the poor paying the poor. The impoverished giving to the impoverished. And if you're destitute, you're destitute. So you're not giving to anybody. You're not doing any better for anybody. All of this has to be redirected. All of this has to be recampaigned. All of this has to be relaunched and redone and rethought. That's why 2020 is so important. And that is why you have to vote. That is why you have to get up and you have to vote. So you see why 2020 is so important? Why you have to vote? Why you have to go to the polls? Double check. Check and see what time your polls are open and see what time they close. Don't take no for an answer. If one polling place isn't open, Make your way to another polling place, which is why another reason. If you want to do an absentee ballot, I'm all for it. I recommend it. But I will also say that the way they're doing it, the absentee ballots, the chances of them getting to the poll places, it's probably slim to none. This is why you have to be accountable for your own personal vote. You have to stand up for your right to vote and be accounted for there's nothing more cheap than a person who complains and says all these things about the government that is over them but they won't get their tail up and go vote they won't get up on time to make sure they make it to the polling place they won't get there so they can vote so they can be counted so you're gonna harp and bash and you're gonna moan and groan for years and not do a mother freaking thing to change it not a mother freaking thing to be hurt the worst complainer is the negligent complainer the worst person of all is a person who will harp and groan moan and groan pitch a fit about anything and everything but they had a chance to have their vote casted They could have tipped or swayed the vote, left or right. It could have been in their direction, but you'll never know because they didn't get up and vote. Education is falling by the waistline. But you won't get your tail up and go vote. It's beneath you. No, baby, it's above you because you won't reach out and vote. Everything and anything will continue to be underneath you and beneath you and unbeknownst to you because you won't get your ass up until it has to be done. 2020, this election has to be pivotal. This election has to be the standby, standstill. I am going to get my vote in. I'm ringing the bell. I'm ringing the door so you hear it when i'm knocking that is where we are right now that is where we are (sighs) okay so besides that i don't know if you've heard but in the philippines right now they are at the point where a lot are literally diving into deep waters dirty waters to collect plastic bottles to collect recyclable goods so they'll have money. Now, we moan and groan about money here, finances here, this and that, this and that, but would you rather be in a country where it's literally slim pickings for plastic bottles, cans, or aluminum period recyclables period now you have in Austria right now well yeah the Austrians right now they're dealing with brush fires you thought California was bad these brush fires are even more serious but if you don't tune into these things if you don't look up look the hell around to see what's going on we'll be swallowed up too we'll be lost too our schools are going down flint still doesn't have good water michigan has mildly schools i mean i don't mean to sound like i'm being negative, because I'm really not a negative person. But on the hind side of all of this, we have time to change. We can make a change. We just have to collectively come together, throw out the bigotry, throw out the hatred, throw out anything that's a stigma, anything that leads us to be negative. It doesn't hurt to be positive. In fact, if you smile more, you'll live more. If you laugh more, you'll live longer. You'll look younger. Fix your face and laugh. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Now, first and foremost, let me go ahead and say once again, Thank you for tuning in to Just Jeeva Neva podcast. And I hope you enjoy what you're hearing. I hope you're enjoying the discussions that are being talked about. I hope more so that you're enjoying the topics that I bring forth to you to listen to. Even more so, if there's anything you want to hear, if there's anything you think I should talk about, let me know. Go ahead and call in. Go ahead and leave me a voicemail. I'll definitely hear it. Again, every episode has to start out with a prayer or a scripture. So please, if you can, if you're driving, please don't bow your head and close your eyes. But if you can, just meditate on what it is the prayer is about. Father God, thank you for another day that we didn't earn or deserve. But Father God, thank you for the mercies and your grace. That you give without repentance, that you give without even request, but you allow us and give us another day, another chance to make amends, another chance to be forgiven, another opportunity to walk in your light towards your kingdom of glory. Father God, today it rained. Again, it rained yesterday, Father God, as you are washing the streets, as you are cleaning the dirt away father god i ask at the same time that you cleanse me that you clean me the same way your water comes down from the heavens the same way your water comes down onto the earth father god purify and cleanse cleanse we're under a flood alert but father god you control the storms you control the water you control the waves not just here but everywhere You see where evil is lurking, and Father God, put your hand and protective covering on all of those. According to your words, you see danger far and from, whether we're aware or unaware. You see and you know. Father God, I'm just asking on today that your hand is covering your people. Cover the land. Not just here in the United States, but overseas. Those that we can't see, those that we can't reach. Father God, there are troops overseas. We have a president that is mentally focused on oil. That is mentally focused on the riches of other countries. Only you can say no. But according to the Bible and according to your word, and I believe it, it's embedded in my heart. You only allow so much to go on. You only allow so much. You only allow the devil to have so much rule until you put your foot down. Same thing happened with Job. Even after everything was taken from him, you, you, you allowed it. You told the devil he could have his way. only contingency was he couldn't kill him he said you can do whatever you want but don't kill and that's a heavy burden to take on like i can't kill you but i can take everything from you okay but what he didn't realize job was not an average man he wasn't your average nine to five he wasn't your okey dokey okay i'll do whatever you say type of guy he wasn't like that at all he was a man who, was, who came about from no exact parental anything. Job was just here. Job was just there. Upright man. With no history. He was just there with the money and with the land and his children. And the crazy part is, and this is the crazy part. God. No matter how bad it got, Job didn't ever curse you and die. His family wanted him to. His friends wanted him to. But see, you gave him triple, not double. You gave him triple for his trouble. And Father God, after all the trouble that the United States and Europe has gone through, these countries have gone through father god i'm seeking beseeching that you give them triple for all their trouble thank you amen okay now let's go ahead and get the show fully started okay first things first i want to dig into these sports right away i have to i have to put it down there i have to make a placement stamp i don't know if you watch the mexico soccer game the other day which was yesterday but they showed up and they showed out they played bermuda bermuda yesterday and mexico and bermuda here's the thing they were tied one and one for the longest time they were tied neck and neck but like i've always said mexico always finish so two to one that's how the game ended And that was the full time of the game. Now, Cordova, he had the most when it came down to it. He had the most when it came down to the points. Once it came to the soccer, he had it. And Antuna, oh, my God, his second hand. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now, I can't forget that Bermuda had Leverock. He was a great, great, great in position. But, however, one player doesn't win the game. One player isn't the whole show. So, both teams had winning players, winning athletes, but last night wasn't their game. And viva la Mexico! I know how it happens out there. I've seen how you guys shut down the city for these games. I loved it when I was out there. I loved the atmosphere. So, all I can say is, Viva La Mexico! I loved it. I was here for it. And I even watched Telemundo, so I could hear it in your own expressions. Especially when you guys yell, Go! 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 Oh my God, I'm excited every time I hear you guys get a goal. So, congrats to you guys. Now, granted, Cuba, you faced the States yesterday. Cuba! Cuba! Come on, you should have won that game yesterday. But zero points for you, but four for us. That doesn't make us better than you guys, because I'm still pushing for you, Cuba. But that was yesterday. Now, as far as we are going on, the Celtics beat the Suns yesterday, 99 to 85. I'm sorry, I'm a Celtics girl. I love the Celtics. So the Suns losing, and I'm from Phoenix? Ugh. It probably sounds bad, but look, honest is honest. I'm not going to lie. Then, of course, we have to make mention that in the NFL, you have the Kansas City Chiefs, which faced the Chargers. That was Sunday. So, yes, I'm going backwards, but this is your midweek forecast. And so, Kansas City, you're doing it. You're doing big things, guys, very big things. Here's the thing with that. My grandfather from Kansas. So, of course, Kansas City Chiefs, they already have my heart because it's Kansas. Now, I will say this, though. Maybe because they're moving up in the ranks, maybe this is saying more so. Maybe this is making moves to get to the big game, to get to the big day. I don't know. I can't break it down that way because I know everybody's looking for the Patriots, to close this out. I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. But who am I to say? Who am I to judge? But, at the end of the day, nobody can really say anything except for when it's game day. Now, the Trailblazers, okay, Carmelo, you have a team that's willing to work with you. You have a team that is willing to go with you. So, I'm, le- I'm really, really looking forward to hopefully this is the team that will work with him, that will give him the ability to use his athleticism. The only sad part is, if he had done this decades ago, I think he would have been in a more powerful position as an athlete than he is now. And they lost that game um, last night to, to the Pelicans. So it was 102 to 115. The Trailblazers did their thing. So it's like, but they're literally sitting at 5 to 10. So five wins, 10 losses. That's not a good start. That's not a good anything. The Pelicans have 5-9. So they've won five games, but they've lost nine. So it's kind of getting down to the nitty gritty. Did I think that they were going to go any further than this right now? No. But that's not to say that they couldn't have possibly. And later on games, they can move up in ranks. But as of right now, their numbers are their numbers. Now you get the Thunder and you get the Lakers. Thunder put up a hard fight, 107. But the Lakers put up 112. So, so you literally have it to where it's Five wins, nine losses. That's for Thunder. But then you have the Lakers with 12 wins, two losses. So would I like to notch another loss for them? Hell yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But my grandmother, who was a Lakers fan for the longest time, actually, I think more so she was a Kobe fan. (laughs) But at the same time, I got what she was saying. I got her point that, you know, you got to let new people in. You got to let new athletes in. You can't, you guys can't ruin all these rings. You guys can't do it all by yourself. So I got what she was saying. I got what she meant, but uh, not the Lakers again. Come on, God, push the Clippers. Clippers, Clippers, Clippers. But I'm only one person. But now you have Milwaukee. The Bucks. Oh my God. The Bucks of 115 facing the Bulls to 101. Now, here's the thing the Bucks have 10 wins, three losses. The Bulls have four wins, 10 losses. So, this isn't good. This isn't starting good. This isn't probably going to end good. It may end decent, but it won't end well. And that's unfortunate. Now you have the Hornets. 96 to 132 come on but they face the raptors now the hornets are six and eight the raptors are eight and four so ugh. i mean you gotta be looking at these games like who really wants this like how far do you really want this 96 to 132 did you guys give up towards the end did you guys not have the gust or the gas for the rest of this game I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like, what's the point in going through all of that just to fall back? Just to fall back. Which brings me to, again, when the Thunders played the Clippers, It was 88 to 90. Now, here's the problem with this. 88 to 90? 88 to 90. I'm just trying to figure this out. How does this happen? Why did that happen? But I'm one person, so I can't really tell you anything other than that. All I know is when it was over, it was over. And that's how sad because it shouldn't be that way. But that's how these games go, that's how the games roll. So, and today you have the Hornets facing the Nets. Now, my boy who lives in New York. He was telling me about how the New Jersey Nets, if they lose, they lose. Like, they're not exactly – if you're a New Yorker, you're not really facing the Jersey Nets. You're not even looking at them. You're not even focused on them. And I was asking them, what would it take to get them to focus on Jersey? He said, you're kidding, right? That's Jersey. That's over there. We're over here. So, it's no contest. Like, we know New York's not going to do it. And we sure as heck aren't going to pump up Jersey. So, it is what it is. They play, they play. If they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. Personally, I don't think we really care. I really can't believe that. I mean, uh, uh, there's a certain part of me that doesn't really believe that. He believes that that's not going to happen. I can't look at it like that. So, because I can't look at it like that, doesn't mean it isn't possible. But, who knows? I'm one person. Anything is possible. Anything is doable. But, at the end of the day, I'm not in control of any of these teams. I don't have any say in what's going on. Now, here's what I am going to say. When it comes to the NFL, two teams are looking at Colin Kaepernick. Now, here's my thing with this. Mason Rudolph regrets his actions with Miles Garrett. Now, here's the thing, because if Mason had been held accountable earlier and sooner, then he would have been also suspended indefinitely with Miles. But it didn't happen that way. It wasn't called that way. I mean, now, okay, fine, you have to pay a fee. You have to pay a fine, but you are just as guilty as Miles, just as guilty. Now it's like, where is she going with this? Why is this even important? It's important because the division and the rank in this. Okay, he's a quarterback. Okay, he's a running back. But at the end of the day, you have two athletes who committed pretty much the same offense. Mason didn't have to go after Miles. He didn't have to keep the feud going. He started with the helmet first. Why is it still important today? Because you have somebody like Colin Kaepernick who is reaching for a position, who is gunning to get back in the league, back into the sport he was groomed for. But it's, I mean, it's sad to say, but I don't know what's going to happen. Cause Khan's really looking for another shot. And I think he's do one. But who am I to say? I'm one person. So I don't determine where anybody goes anywhere. But now you have the Broncos. The takeaway from the Broncos. And then you have the fact that a lot of teams, I'm not throwing anyone out there, but um uh, Bears, I'm putting you out there. You of all people, 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 your quarterback sucks. Your receiver, he's only doing the best he can do. But if you don't have a quarterback that can throw, what's the point? I mean, you can bench him for a while. You can even suspend him for a while because you guys aren't going to go anywhere with your roster not this year anyway so bears don't get me wrong i'm not anti-chicago by no means i love chicago i loved it so much i made it my second home plus i love the cubbies i love the cubs i am such a huge cubs fan so i don't hate chicago i love chicago like i said i adopted it and make it and made it my second home but at the end of the day this is where we're sitting with all of this this is where pretty much. The cookie crumbles. Either we're going to get the chips off of it or we're going to have to take the crumbs. So that's sad in itself. Now also special report, the U.S. ambassador at the U.N. Well, the UE of the um, European Union is speaking at Trump's impeachment trial today. And the thing is, is that Trump has a long line of collusion when it comes to Europe, especially Russia. We can't forget that long line of collusion when it comes to Russia. Not to mention the fact that his family had easy access to Russia. And they have hotels, they have property, they have placement in Russia. So it's not a far stretch. Not to forget the fact that his father, Trump's father, was a Klansman. So, well, okay. KKK is a Klansman, isn't it? I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong in this. So nobody finds this strange. Nobody finds this odd. Nobody. I. I and what I don't get, it, what I don't get, get in all of this is that. Flint still doesn't have clean water, doesn't have clear water, still has pollution in their waters. Detroit has a huge mold issue in their schools. I mean, I know that's more of a senator and a mayor problem, but being president of the United States, shouldn't it be your problem? Or (laughs) I should say, was your problem? But who am I? I'm not being biased. I'm not being um, angry or arrogant. I'm not being any of those things. I'm just simply saying that as of right now, we don't have the option to be lazy. We don't have the choice to scapegoat this. 2020 is now a shut up or put up motion. This is our chance to say this is what we want in action. This is what we want for Congress. This is who we want in Congress. This is who we want our future to be. Clustered around and shaped by. Now I'm not throwing Camilla out there, but uh 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 uh, Miss Harris, Miss Harris, Miss Harris, you don't you're my sister to the core. You come from and understand what it means to come from literally bottom management. I'm talking lower line. You want to go to school and you want to fit in, but at the most point she had to go to school at a time when her going to school wasn't exactly publicized in the most best of like because they were upset they saw her color, they saw who she was. They didn't know her potential, they didn't know her future. All they saw was a black girl getting on a bus for a to mix and integrate a school. That's all they saw. That's all they saw now getting out of the racial standpoint you have Bernie Sanders this man is of the Jewish faith the Jewish line he has had just as much hardship and God honest to God if those two teamed up she becomes president he becomes vice president or vice versa, he becomes president and she takes vice president. I couldn't ever see her doing that. I couldn't ever see her stepping down for that. Because that that's beneath her. So I definitely don't want to throw that out there. I definitely don't want to put that out there. But I would love it if those two would tag team on the front lines for government together. They both have pivotal points that would make this country get her together together. They're greater together, as I used to hear. You're greater together. You're better together. Because divided, nothing can happen. Divided, nothing can take place. So, you're better together. So, get it together. I hope you guys have signed up and registered to vote. Absentee ballots also do work. So, if you can't be at the poll, make sure you have an absence absentee ballot. But Most importantly, the whole point is to go to the ballots, to go to the polls. If you are of color, if you come from minority race, more than ever, you should be at the front lines lines, because they didn't want you to vote. They never wanted us to vote. They never wanted us to have a voice. And now that we have it, we have to use it. We have to use it. So thank you guys for tuning in to Jeeva a.k.a. Just Jeeva a.k.a. Jeeva Podcast, a.k.a. me, Geneva. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in, and I hope everything that you've heard today, you know, sets a thought in your mind, sets some type of curiosity for the future, and more importantly, leave me a voicemail. Let me know how you feel, and let me know if you think I'm in the wrong, I'll actually bring you on the show so me and you can talk it out. Thank you. Peace and love.